Hello and welcome to another episode of Words With Myself. We all have our own ideals and ideas of what the good life is, and part of that is what makes the good life so achievable, is the fact that everyone's version of it is different. So you can achieve your own version of that good life. Some people, it will be parties and lights and money and flash, and for other people, it will be quiet countryside cottage next to nature and lakes and forests and we all have this different idea of what that perfect life looks like our own definitions of success and for some people in life their desire is to be happy for other people their desire is to feel fulfilled and for others it's to be successful and you know we all shift through these ideals at different stages of our life You may grow up wanting that big flashy lifestyle and then as you mature and get older you realise that you actually want a more peaceful existence. For me, I wasn't particularly bothered about being happy. I wanted to be successful. I wanted to be good at things and to be useful and to be able to make things and do things. I always wanted and had this idea of what would make me successful. But there is a fundamental problem with success is that it is self-defined and often that original definition of success as soon as we achieve it there becomes a new marker a new definition of success a new criteria of what will give us that feeling that we are worth something that we are successful and I remember when I was growing up I saved all of my money I pretty much didn't buy anything I was always the person to put it away in the bank and for a long time all I wanted was to get to a thousand pounds in the bank it was the biggest amount of money like it was inconceivable but I knew that I could get there one day so I had all these little jobs as a kid I even ran something called the handyman co where I would go around and wash people's cars and clean people's driveways and do whatever to earn a bit of money and with that money I would take it and put it in the bank And eventually I saw the money grow and I was building up to this idea of getting to a thousand pounds and I was almost there. And as I aged and grew up, I think by the time I was around 13, no 14, I managed to get there and I saved every penny and I saw it cross that line and it was like 1,001 pounds and I was so excited for three days. Because shortly after this, I got my first real paycheck. I started my career, and I got my apprenticeship, and the first payment that I received was for £1,100. So immediately, I had doubled this goal, and what had taken me absolutely years to achieve, I had done in a month. And it kind of eroded that feeling of success. It dissipated it into this, oh, that really wasn't an achievement. It wasn't success. Of course, to me at the time, for a young person to be able to save up to that amount, you know, just saving pocket money and Christmas money and doing the odd jobs on the side, that's quite an achievement. But for me, who was living it and feeling it, I felt like, I had been deceived by myself, like I had no real concept of what money was or what 
a large amount was. I thought a thousand pound was a lot of money. And then in a couple of days, I had realized that that was completely false. It wasn't a lot of money at all. And this was normal for a lot of people to be earning a thousand pound a month. You know, I was earning relatively low considering I was on an apprenticeship and I realized, oh, like this wasn't a large amount of money. So my definition of success went from getting a thousand pound, which was to me an amazing amount of money, and that was incredibly successful to get a thousand pound in the bank, to immediately going, ah, a thousand pound is nothing. I want now a million pound in the bank. That was basically, my mind just jumped straight to a million. I was like, right, so we've got a thousand, now to a million. And this is how every success in my life has pretty much gone. I have a very goal-orientated mind. So when I set my mind to something, I'm going to get there. There's, there's no doubt about it. That It may take time and it may take longer than expected, but I will get there if I put my mind to it. And what I realized was that every time that I had this version of success, this ideal, like buying my house or owning a house was a huge milestone in my head. Like I thought, if I can just do this, I will have no problems in life. <laughs> like let alone thinking about bills and repairs to houses and all, all of the things that come with owning a house. I just thought, if I can own a house, that will be the biggest thing ever. And yet, I did it. And I bought my house. And after, I kind of just had the same feeling of, oh well, what next? You know, what that wasn't really much of an achievement that wasn't to other people they may look at it from an external point of view and be like wow that's a big achievement but for me it just wasn't it didn't feel like that it never did and for the most part that comes from me knowing what i am capable of i know just how much power and capability resides within me i know just how far i can go so when I achieve something that may seem like it's a big deal, to me, it's just a drop in the ocean. It's just a small percentage of what I am capable of. So it doesn't feel like a big deal. Like when I consider my vision, like what I dream for my life, like what I think I am capable of and where I'm headed, like it's just so inconsequential. To me, it's like a roof over my head. You know, that's a, a tick in the box. It's like a survival item. It's not something that will be a huge marker in my life. And that's not me being ungrateful. It's not me saying that I don't appreciate having my house. I love having my house. I love having my own space. And it affords me everything I need to be at peace, have my environment, and just be able to breathe and create. And I love having my house. But it's not something that in the grand scheme of my vision of where I see my life going as a really significant milestone. It's something that was a necessary step along the way, but it's just a step. But even that, you can then see how I am defining what a step is. I define what is a big step, what is a little step, what's a small movement, what's a huge movement. These are all my definitions. They're all relative to me. They're not relative to someone else. Someone else may have a completely different vision. Someone else could say buying a house is the biggest thing that they've ever done in their life and that that was 
the huge that enabled them to start a family, to get their dog, to start going on holidays. All of this stuff rested on them getting a house and it's a momentous thing for them. And that's absolutely fine. That's their definition of success within the confines of their vision. But for me, my vision and my definition of success is different. So for me, that is not something that is a huge milestone. It's a small step. And this is where the plaguing comes in because we can become obsessed with success yet never achieve it because there is no success like there's no criteria where you will get to a point where you can go i am successful <laughs> you know i've reached it i'm at the top of the mountain the second you get to the top of a mountain you realize that there are mountains behind it that are 10 times as big and the second that you get to the top of one mountain you'll just be like now to the next mountain now to the next mountain and that process goes on forever the people that are wired this way that want success are going to be people who always seek success in different areas there's always room for improvement there's always places where they can go there's always a next step it's never a finite process it's an infinite process and like mastery of any one thing mastery is an infinite process if you want to be good at writing and you say, right, well, I want to be the best writer that I can be. That will take you an entire lifetime because you can never stop improving. There's never going to be a point in time where you say, I am the best writer and there's nothing I can do to get any better. Even whoever you consider the best writer ever, if you ask them, "Are you? is there still room for improvement? They would say yes and ask anyone who is at the top of their game in any domain, they will say, yes, that I can improve. There are things that I can do differently. There is still work to be done on my craft because it is an infinite process. Therefore, when we place our sense of worth on an infinite process, knowing that we can never get where we're going, the only option then to thrive in that model is to enjoy the process, is to say, I'm not going anywhere. I'm just wondering. I'm just exploring how good I can be. I'm exploring my potential. It's not a case of once I get there, I'm finally worthy. You know, I'm finally worthy of love or I can finally rest now or I can finally do this. There is no finite point in time. There is nothing to achieve. There's nothing where you can go and say, I'm done now. It's infinite. So if you're placing your sense of worth on getting to a certain point, like, you know, once I get X amount of money in the bank, then I'll be worthwhile. Or once I'm the best in the world at a, a sport, for instance, then I'm worthy. There is no worthiness other than your inherent worth that you are amazing as you are and that doesn't mean you can't enjoy the game enjoy getting better at things but it is to accept what the process is that it is never ending and infinite and it's not that i'm going somewhere it's like running on a treadmill to see how far you can go well you can see how much time has elapsed but you're not going anywhere you're running on the spot and it may be amazing that you can run 500 miles on a treadmill, but you still haven't gone anywhere. You're still in exactly the same spot you were always in. You were always worthy enough. 
you are always good enough. You just are playing this game that you have chosen. You have chosen to decide that you want to see how good you can be at things. You want to be the best at something. But that is a game, and it may be a necessary condition to play that game, believing that it is a finite process, or that it is a serious game. There is something to it that make you know, it's the most worthwhile thing. That may be a condition to playing that game, is that belief. Because let's say you wanted to be the best basketballer in the world, to do that going, ah, oh, well, it's not that serious, you know, it's just all a game. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's just moving a basketball around the court. It's not really that serious. It's just something that I do for fun. You're probably not going to be the best at that because you're not treating it with the respect it deserves in order to achieve that level of success within that domain. There is a certain point where you need the delusion in order to fuel what you want. You need to commit fully to the game in order to play it. But really, we should know at at least some level that it is a game, that life is not serious, that life is to be played and enjoyed. And it is all a choice how you live your life. If you're not happy about the way that you're living your life, then you can just change. You can't, like, I know that's an oversimplification, but that is the case. Change is all up in the mindset. You choose to repeat these patterns. And you may say, well, I have to do this because of this and this and this, and this forces me to do this. But really, you're just accepting those conditions. You're saying, okay, well, I'm going to choose. Like most people will say, well, I can't just do whatever I want because I have to think about other people. Well, okay, that's fine. But that's a condition that you place on yourself. And it may be a worthwhile condition. It may be a really good justification that to consider others and how they feel and to look after other people is the primary responsibility in your life. But that is a choice. You could choose to be selfish and say, well, fuck everyone. Like, it doesn't matter what they think or what they feel. I'm going to do whatever it takes to make me happy. And that's a choice. You may say, well, I can't do that. That's selfish. That's this. That's that. But that's a choice then. You're choosing to remain on one side. You're choosing to live life in the current modality that you're choosing to those set of rules to confine your game. And that's okay. As long as you realize that it's a choice, that you are choosing to play the game in this way, and that in that you can make peace with it. The lack of peace comes from when we believe that we are not in charge of our own choices, that life is happening to us, that we are a victim of life, and that we're stuck as we are, and that these conditions are imposed upon us, versus this is an active choice that we're making, and I'm choosing to live life in this way. So it's important that we do remember that this is a game, that There is no real failure because there is no real success. That these goalposts are ever shifting, ever changing, redefining. And we choose what we classify success as. We choose what we classify as the good life. So if you're not happy or if you feel like you're not in the right spot, that's your definition. You choose whether you want to redefine that or whether you want to play the game of taking it seriously. But that is your choice. Thank you for listening.